0: Bidzy Small Business Society number 32. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barasov. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at Bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need, and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to bidzi.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at bidsy.com. Today on Bidzy Small Business Society, we are lucky to be joined by Jeremy Reeves. Jeremy is one of the world's leading authorities on building sales funnels, and in the past few years alone, has added $50 million in revenue for his clients. Not only does Jeremy help business owners increase profits, but he also helps people free up their time and get consistent and automated cash flow by building sales funnels. Want a free lesson in making money? You're in the right place. Welcome, Jeremy. Can you tell us more about yourself and what it is that you do?
1: Yeah, thanks. So uh, first of all, thanks for thanks for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, hopefully, every, everybody uh, you know gets something out of this and can uh, apply it in their business. Uh, so you know, like like Rob said, my uh, my name is Jeremy Reeves, and uh, basically I help people build uh, sales marketing funnels. Um, so I uh, it goes a little bit beyond that. Like I, I mean, I basically look at companies and and I, I look for the opportunities to increase revenue. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of times, in in most cases, that's something to do with the sales funnel. Um, in some cases, that's something to do. I mean, there might be some kind of hidden asset that they're not uh, that they're not utilizing. So I, I basically look at them and say, "Okay, where's the uh, where's the low hanging fruit here?" You know what I mean? Um, and then figure out how to, uh, you know, pick that fruit, <laughs> so to speak, and and make more revenue. You know, help the help the clients uh, help our clients increase revenue. Um, you know, a lot of the times it's automated. Uh,
0: we help them write their copy, that kind of thing. So in just reading your bio on your website, we can sort of get into your head and we can understand that you basically had to succeed. I mean, you had a new wife, you had plans for the future, but no money. So what other forces led you to taking the leap into entrepreneurship? What did you sort of see in the marketplace that represented an opportunity to turn your skills into a business?
1: Yeah, so you know what? When I started, I was... uh in the senior year going into, in college actually. Um, so I was, I was really young, I was whatever, 22 or whatever I was back then. Um, so I saw, and I actually got a letter in the mail and it said, uh, the, it was a direct mail letter. Uh, and it said, can you write a simple letter like this? You know, and uh, for the, for the couple of years leading up to that, I was doing stuff like, uh, I was doing affiliate marketing. I was doing network marketing, that kind of thing. So I was already kind of in the, entrepreneurial mindset, you know, and, uh, and I got that letter. And, uh, and at the same time, I was realizing that uh, I, I, I was going to college for a degree in psychology and I was realizing
0: that I was going to make no money. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I did the same thing myself, Jeremy. I have a degree in sociology myself. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Very similar. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's no money in the, in those, in those fields. And, you know, I, I started kind of getting in the mindset, like, look, I don't, I don't want to live an average life. You know, I want to live a very abundant life. I want to live. Um, I, I was, I've always had a hard time being an employee um, because I always would show, and I mean, this is like, I, I started working when I was 13, um, and it started when I was 13, and just it, I didn't even realize until looking back, uh, but I would always kind of be a little bit, uh, you know, edgy, and I was a very good employer. I was a hard worker. Um, I had several jobs where they said I was the hardest worker they had, um, so I had no problem there, but it was just, you know, I, I'm didn't like to follow other people's rules. You know, um, so I was kind of that mixed with uh, the letter, and I I always liked writing. So it said, "Can you write a simple letter like this?" And it was a letter uh, to join their uh, copywriting course. You know, so I took that and uh, and I went in and I kind of started looking at the market. And I was like, "Hey, well, hey, you know, there's a, there's a good spot in here. You know, this is a good kind of opportunity. You know, um, now there's now you're, there's a million copywriters. Everybody thinks they're copy." more but um, back then you know it wasn't as big of a buzzword you know um, and then the, the bigger shift that I made like I kind of I kind of stumbled into starting the business um, the bigger shift that I made uh, and the actual strategic shift uh, was a couple of years ago uh, maybe four ish years ago um, uh, with sales funnels you know um, they were it, it you know four years ago in 2011 12 ish uh, it wasn't really a buzzword, um, but I was I was doing it. I was doing all kinds of you know segmentation and automation with uh, all all kinds of various things. Um, but this, the word sales funnel wasn't really a buzzword, you know. Um, and I kind of saw that. I kind of start, started seeing people like, hey, can you set up these various campaigns for me? And and that's when I said, hey, you know what? I should kind of brand myself as a sales funnel specialist because I was doing it already. Um, I just wasn't calling myself it, and uh, and that was. Uh, you know, that, that was kind of like the big
0: shift uh, for me. So Jeremy, what exactly is a sales funnel and why is it important? Sure, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, I,
1: I, there, a lot of people have different descriptions. Uh, I kind of describe it as you're taking somebody from where they are right now, which is a couple of different places. They, maybe, maybe they're researching, maybe they're uh, trying to make a de- buying decision, maybe they just realized they had a problem uh, and you're trying to show them the solutions uh, for that problem, and then, of course, that your solution is the best. Uh, so you're taking them from that point where they are to the point where you want them to be, which is, of course, you know buying your product or your service. Uh, so that's, that's essentially what a sales funnel is. And then kind of in, in the middle of all that, so if you picture that as a big line, you're getting them from point A to point B. In the middle of all that is all the things such as, all the pages that you have to um, send them to. You're you know creating some type of, uh, free, you know, the, the good word for that is lead magnet. You know, a free lead magnet, some kind of free thing to give them to show them value, to give value, to start building a relationship with them, to start building trust and a bond and all that, uh, all that good stuff. And then you know, all the emails that that happen in the in the middle of that, and you know, figuring out what kind of offer to give them, figuring out how to how to price that offer, what kind of guarantee, the you know, the, uh, how to structure the price, what's going to be in the program to get them the best results, and uh, all that stuff. Kind of encompasses, um, you know, everything that's inside of a sales funnel. There's, I mean, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of different things, Uh, but essentially, it's just getting them from where they are uh, to buying your uh, your product or service. And then there's, you know, like I said, there's a bunch of things um, to help, uh, you know, get them there.
0: Is a sales funnel a long drawn out online process, or can it be applied to a quick, say, retail brick and mortar sale?
1: That's a really good question. You know, I've never been asked that. It's a really good question. That really depends on the sales cycle, right? So in some cases, so for example, I have uh, one of my side businesses is uh, Keenoware.com, and we sell uh, fashion uh, advice to guys, right? So it's, and it's just that, you know, it's a $27, well, the, you know, the, the entry-level product is a $27 product, uh, so it's a pretty quick buy, you know? You don't have to sit there and think about it for three months. Um, so ours is... Pretty quick, you know. We do it's uh, it's a, and it's a smaller side business, so it's also because I don't pay all that much attention to it. Uh, but you know, we have them. We come in the sales funnel. We have the prospect email sequence. We have some behavioral sequences, things like that. Um, but it's all pretty short, and then we just keep them on like a like an ongoing list. Uh, we send um, you know we send emails to you know with uh, when we do new blog posts, we send affiliate emails, things like that. Um, So that one's pretty quick. Um, That's a short product. And then there's longer ones where if you're selling uh, just, for example, a coaching program for $5,000, obviously that's not uh, usually. That's not a, oh, wow, here's this guy. Oh, he wants five grand. Oh, here you go. Here's five grand. Uh, So that one's a little bit more drawn out. Um, And then there's also ones if you're going offline. So I'm uh, I'm actually about to start a project where uh, we're basically selling... And I'm trying to think of how to word this because I can't. Um, I have some confidentiality agreements. Uh, we're, we're basically selling doctors something that they can sell to their audience, um, if that uh, you know, if that if that makes sense. So we're basically there's there's one piece that we're reaching out to them uh, and and doing some like lumpy mail, if you've ever heard of that. Uh, you know things like uh, you know sending like big packages with thing you know things in them just to get their attention. They they open that. And uh, they go into uh, basically a sales page and then they also get, um, there's like a request to, you know, to just call, right? Uh, and then most of that, that's pretty much, it's just, it's pretty much just a page asking for uh, like an application kind of thing, uh, like a free consultation to talk about it. And then we sell them over the phone. So that's very, very quick. You know, there's really, um, and then there's a couple of emails that they get after that and everything. But it's kind of one of those things where it's not, The way that we're setting it up, we're giving them a free sample of all that and all that kind of thing. Um, It's not a very long... Process uh, online right now. There's going to be more back and forths and more phone calls and things like that. But the actual sales funnel, the actual automated part, is actually pretty quick. You know, there's just there's just one or two letters that go out uh, in through direct mail, and then there's just a, a couple emails that they get and that kind of thing. But then the rest is done kind of manually. You know, so um, so yeah. I mean, it really it really depends. Uh, and then you know, even if you think of, I don't know, let's just say a pizza shop. You know, they could um, they could give out You know, if you give them your email address, you could get a free pizza the next time or something like that, you know, Um, and then they go in and and they can just send. I mean, you know, they're selling pizza. They don't need to put you into a 30 email autoresponder. (laughs) You know, they kind of just, you know, get your information to uh, give you, uh, you know, when they're having sales and, you know, all that kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, it really depends, and and you really just have to look at okay, you know, what do I have? What does my prospect need? What information do they need? Um, How do I build trust with them? And and that kind of thing, and uh, you know, to make the sale. Sometimes that's short, sometimes it takes a little bit longer.
0: Sure. And it sounds like that same process can be applied to online or brick and mortar businesses or, you know, expensive or not expensive products. So, yep, absolutely. Jeremy, what sorts of challenges do entrepreneurs face in actually building a sales funnel? And how can a business owner keep prospective customers in their funnel and maximize conversion? So some of the
1: challenges, uh, a lot of it. A lot of it in my experience, right? So this is, you know, this is kind of coming from my experience. I'm, you know, the person that actually helps the client, right? Um, So I don't have a challenge building funnels myself because I do it every day. So some of the challenges that my clients have had is number one finding the right people. That's the biggest thing. Is finding people that are actually going to do it and do it right. You know what I mean? Um, I can't tell you how many times I've had people that said, "Oh, we just spent X thousand dollars, uh, and you know the whole thing. It's just, it's just bad. It just doesn't make sense. That kind of thing." So, so that's the big one. So make sure you're finding the right people. You know, to really maximize it, um, it's really about. I would say the biggest thing there is testing right? I have, I've talked to so many people that they have, you know, whatever it is, product A or service A. And, um, and by the way, I'll, product and service, I'm, I'll just call them products, but it applies to products and services just so I don't think, you know, it's kind of like, you know, man, woman. <laughs> uh, so, so they have product A and they launch, let's just say it's a sales page and they have a couple, you know, prospect emails and, uh, you know, and then they have an upsell sequence and all that kind of thing. So they launch it. And it doesn't do very well. So what do you do? You know um, that that happens a lot. And what I always tell people is, look, it's you know it's business like this. If it was that easy, everybody would be an <laughs> entrepreneur and everybody would be successful. You know, you can't expect to just launch something and it's gonna be a home run from day one. You have to test. Um, you know, different. Different uh, big big ideas or in copy we call them hooks or big ideas. You know different uh, themes of your copy. You have to test different offers. You know different price points, different uh, kind of like what they get, different guarantees, uh, different payment plans. You know you have to test all this stuff and do surveys with your audience to find out. Uh, that that's one of the the first things. In fact, I actually just set one up yesterday for a client. Uh, that's one of the first things I do is uh, set up surveys to find out from the audience, you know, why they are buying and why they aren't buying. So do one survey, survey to the buyers to find out why they bought. You know, what was the big thing that wanted uh, that made them buy, and then also do do an exit pop survey to people who went to your page, uh, and we'll just call it your main sales page whatever you're selling, uh, and. When they go to leave, say, "Hey, you know, you were here. You were interested in, you know, whatever you're selling. And hey, you know, what like what was the reason that you didn't buy?" And a lot of people will tell you. You know, they'll say, "Oh, well, you know, the price was too high, or well, you didn't have this, or you know, um, you covered this, but it didn't seem like you covered this other topic, and you know, things like that." And you can, um, you know, use that information directly to put into your. Sales page to then help sell it better, you know. Um, so I would say the biggest thing here is just you know get it launched fast, right? Don't spend you know months and months and months and months trying to get it like absolutely perfect. Just get it launched, get it launched fast. Uh, you know, kind of like a rapid prototype type of thing, and then uh, and then start you know uh, talking to your audience, call them on the phone. I do that a lot. That that's that's the biggest thing. A lot of people don't do it, um, but if you just talk to somebody on the phone. Uh, talk to five people for 20 minutes each. It's only, uh, whatever that is, like an hour and a half. Um, but you're going to get such big insights out of that that you can then use to, uh, to change your product, change your sales pages. Um, it's, it's absolutely incredible. So um, just make sure you test and uh, don't give up. You know, just keep going at it.
0: <laughs> Jeremy, it just really sounds like you're telling us that we need to run lean with tests before pushing all in, right? Yeah,
1: you know what? A lot of times when I'm working with clients, and um, and I've actually had clients that were like, hey, you know, we want to get this thing going. Let's we're gonna, you know, we have whatever, you know, 20, 25 grand to spend, and you know, we just just do all this. And a lot of times I'll actually come back and say, hey, look, that's awesome. Thank you for you know trusting me that much. Um, I, I I really love that. But let's do like a phase one and phase two. Let's launch it, um, maybe with just a sales page, or maybe a sales page and like one upsell or something like that. See how it does, and then if it does well, then we'll start adding in everything else. Like if we see some life, uh, then do everything else. And um, you know the, the reason that I do that is number one, um, it gets you results faster, right? Um, so whereas maybe it would have taken three months you can get it done in two weeks. and then you get that money from you know in between two weeks and three months. so you get extra money that you can then put back into it. Uh, number two, is that one of the the biggest mistakes that I've ever seen? Uh, and this is like, I mean, probably eighty percent plus of people. So it's a big, big one. Uh, is that people get too complex right up front and it never gets done? Right? I can't even begin to describe how many people make that mistake. Is trying to, you know, they have this big giant funnel. And look, I love big giant complex funnels. That's, I mean, again, it's what I do every day, so I get excited over that. <laughs> um, but if you're, especially if you're doing it yourself, do not do that. Um, you know, when I'm doing those kind of big, complex funnels, they're with people who have teams dedicated to building funnels. Like I'm working with a client right now and we have this big, I mean, if you looked at the mind map, it's like, you know, it's, it's enormous. It would fill up like an entire wall. And the reason that they can do that is because they have, um, I think it's two different teams uh, all building, they're building six funnels, uh, like simultaneously, and they're testing all them, um, you know, but I mean, really only business, the only businesses that can do that are at least like mid seven figures, usually eight figures. Um, so don't like if, you, if you're starting off smaller, if you're not even into seven figures yet, you don't have a team to do that for you, um, start simple and just get it done. See how it converts. If you may, if you, you know, you get to a positive ROI, then start building in the
0: rest. So Jeremy, I just want to get back to your journey a little bit more now. So what type of rewards do you take away from being an entrepreneur? You know I mean
1: honest obviously the you know the money um, that's that's kind of a you know that that's kind of an obvious one. One of the biggest things for me is it's more of a like an internal thing um, that I can do what I want, you know like I can th- there's no boundaries, you know what I mean um I like to try a lot of different things. Um, I, you know, I mean, I get I get different project ideas all the time, and actually, we're launching one on uh, Monday, uh, and then another one on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, t- today's Friday, you know, that we're recording. It's just for people listening, um, so uh, you know, and my thing is like, I just I get the idea. We do kind of the rapid prototype thing, uh, test it. If it shows some life, we go with it. If it doesn't show some life, we scrap it. You know, um, and for me, it's just. It's the idea that, you know, I have control over my my love results. Yep. You love know, it. I have the responsibility. You know, if if our company doesn't do well, there's nobody I can blame but myself. You know what I mean? And I lo- a lot of people kind of get afraid of that. I love that um, because you know when you do bad, it's like okay, you know what went wrong? How can I fix it? And when you do good, it's like all right, nice, we did awesome. You know, and then what's the next thing? Like there's always a, a next. Kind of goal. So for me, it's I mean, it's really just uh, it, it's really about growth. You know, um, never never staying complacent. There were um, there were two years in my business where I uh, I hit the same income level two years in a row, and it drove me nuts. And <laughs> you know, it wasn't a low income like it was it was you know kind of a point where it's like all right, well you know we have enough, like everything's fine. You know, um, and but it was more about it wasn't about making more money. It was about growing as a person. You know what I mean? Um, because you, the, the more money you make, the more you grow, and you um, usually you have to grow first to then you know for the income to catch up. Um, so, so for me, it's it's really about growth. I would say if I had to put one word on it, it's just about personal growth.
0: So, Jeremy, let's get back to the sales funnel stuff. So, what would you recommend to an aspiring entrepreneur about gaining some initial traction and getting those customers into that sales funnel?
1: So, what I do is, you know, like I said, you do it. Kind of uh, quick and lean, right? Get it, get it up there, and then uh, the the way that I personally do it is, um, I have a low tolerance for risk. I have, you know, I have a wife, I have a two and a two and a four year old, so I don't have a lot of risk. I don't like to go out and just say, all right, you know, here's here's thirty grand, let's see what happens. You know, um, I'm not, you know, I, and I never did. I always, I always like was more of a a little bit more conservative with that. If you have more risk, and you have a lot of um, you know kind of excess cash flow that you can just throw things. Then that's fine. Paid traffic is is good for that because you can find out results really fast, um, usually within you know hours. If you don't, and I imagine most people aren't in that situation. So if you're not in that situation, what I do is uh, joint ventures. So you know have have your thing. Uh, whatever your project is and then you reach out to people and get in front of their audience so for example this you know I'm getting in front of your audience uh, and it's, it's number one it's free for me number one it doesn't take up that much time it takes up more time than like paid traffic and stuff and it's not it's not recurring that kind of thing but when you're starting out, you want to just—you're trying to just get some traction, get some momentum, get some cash flow coming, and that's a really good way uh, to do that. Is just one—one uh, of, one of the things I always recommend people to do is go out to um, let's just say try to find maybe three different people to do this with, right? That have bigger lists and go out and say, hey, you know, I'm launching whatever it is, you know, Project A uh, or Project X. And um, you know, I would love to add value to your audience. So how about this? Um, we go and we we do a webinar together, right? Um, and on the webinar, you know, I'm going to give your audience really good value. Um, you can show them your maybe your slides or whatever, um, just to show that it's not just going to be a huge pitch fest. Um, and you know, we'll get in front of them. I'll make you know I'll make my my offer at the end, and then you can have uh, depending on how your back end looks. I always like to be in the situation where you can say hey look you can take 100% of the sales that we make and then you make it up on the back end you know um, if you're sometimes that doesn't work well in the very beginning if you don't have a big back end um, but you could also just say like if you have cash flow if you're not really if you're not hurting for cash and you just kind of want to see if the thing has legs then just say hey look you know you get 100% of the sales just to see how it sells you know what I mean? Um, just to see if it resonates with the market. Um, otherwise, you know, if, if you say like, hey, we'll split it or whatever, then it's it basically you can still do that. It just takes a little bit longer. Um, you know, the more that you can offer the person that you're doing the webinar with or the podcast or whatever, uh, the, you know, the more people you're going to get on board.
0: Joint Ventures, create that network and create that value. Okay, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Thinking about starting your own podcast? You need podcastrepairman.com Lack the technical know-how to create your own podcast? We are currently experiencing technical problems. Please sit. You need podcastrepairman.com Not enough time in your day to produce a great podcast? You need podcastrepairman.com No matter what your need, the Podcast Repairman is here to help. Visit PodcastRepairman.com today. Go to PodcastRepairman.com, include the word Bidsy in your message, and save the $295 setup fee. We've reached a point in our show where we just ask a few lighter questions in order to get to know about the personal interests of our guests. Are you ready? Sure. What type of cell phone do you use? Uh, An Apple iPhone. What type of car do you drive? I drive a Tahoe, Chevy
1: Tahoe. Do you have a favorite vacation spot? I would say Myrtle Beach because of the memories. Do you currently have a favorite book? I would say my, the, the one that impressed me the most recently was The Martian. I love that book. I'm, I'm kind of a – I'm like a closet nerd. Um, <laughs> and, and that was uh, – you know, The Martian, there's the movie. And the book is way, way better than the movie, by the way.
0: I just saw the movie last week. I thought it was great.
1: Yeah, yeah. The movie was good. The book was fantastic. I, I had like sleepless nights reading that
0: book. <laughs> um, it was just – it was perfectly up my alley. What is your favorite food? Probably king crab legs. Besides our show and your show, Sales Funnel Mastery, what is your favorite podcast? Let's see, the MFCEO
1: project is is a good one for just keeping your you know keeping your mindset going. The Tim Ferriss show is one of mine. It's it's not really a marketing show, but he uh, he interviews a lot of ex, like extremely high level people. You know, music, everybody, musicians and people with you know. He just interviewed somebody that has an IQ of 197. So I like to um, kind of reverse engineer. Uh, really successful people. Conversion cast is another good one. I love marketing is another good one. Uh, and we'll we'll stop there. That's a couple.
0: <laughs> Lots out there. Yeah. So we just have a few more questions, Jeremy. This one is what is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about just going forward and taking the leap into entrepreneurship like you did. Just do it. <laughs> you know,
1: um like I was saying before when you're building a sales funnel don't get super complex. If you're if you're either just starting as an entrepreneur, or you're even, you know, uh, uh, Michael Ford calls it, you know, chicken entrepreneur, when you're in the middle of you have a job, you're starting a, a business. So if you're in like either of those situations, um, start small, get results. You need to get results. It's kind of like if you lose weight, you know, um, you don't like you want to get the first couple days. You you sh- you know, it's really good to like drink tons of water and and all that because you want to see your weight going down. Because if you don't. Um, You lose motivation really fast. So always be looking for what's going to give you motivation and momentum to keep going. So even if, you know, they always say that the first sale is the most important sale uh, or the first dollar, you know, and it's so important because, you know, let's just say that you're starting something new and it takes you three months. Well, that's three months with nothing. You know, it takes I mean, it would take me a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, patience to to be able to do that. So, you know, do it fast, get some kind of result and then use that result to use
0: as even just kind of mental momentum and and move forward. Get out there, get results, get momentum and build on that momentum. Just hustle. Hustle, baby. That's right. So, (laughs) Jeremy, what does the future look like for your business?
1: I'm actually in the process. I'm doing a lot more. um, I've always done done for you stuff. And I've realized that it's really hard to scale the done for you side of things. Um, And I want to reach more people. So I'm actually starting to move more into coaching. Uh, and that kind of thing, and doing instead of um, done for you, where it's like a one-time fee. You know, doing rev share and uh, things like that. I'm coming out with new um, new projects, new side businesses. Where you know, I have the one side business. Um, we're starting a new, totally separate project. Um, it's sales funnel related. We're basically um, people who are building sales funnels. You know, there's the, the client side where they're building funnels and they need uh, the talent, like they need designers, they need copywriters, they need people to do videos, all that stuff. So we're essentially hooking them up. You know, people come, they say, hey, we need a designer. And then so they come, they fill out our form, tell us what they need. We go out and we reach out. We have a big network of people that we know um, for all the various people that can help you with your funnel. We match them up. Um, and, uh, and that's kind of the new the new business model. Um, so that one's at funneltalent.com. That's actually the one that's launching on Monday. Uh, so it's actually not even live as of, uh, as of me saying it right now. <laughs> one of the big things this year is getting more exposure, I would say. Um, I've always been kind of the guy, the underground guy, like kind of in the shadows, um, and I'm, uh, I'm starting to come out in the limelight a little bit more.
0: Sure, so how can people find you?
1: Sure. Uh, JeremyReeves.com is my uh, my main site. And we have, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of free resources. You know, our, our fees are really high for uh, Done For You. So if you're a little bit in the, you know, more, more beginner stage, that wouldn't be, be a fit. But, you know, we have coaching. We have uh, the Done For You side. We have all kinds of free stuff. I mean, free reports. Um, I have a $7 report on there. It's really, really good. Um, we have free webinars. I mean, there's all kinds of different stuff. Um, I have a podcast, the Sales Funnel Mastery podcast. Um, so yeah, just go to jeremyreeves.com and, uh, and kind of you know, see, uh, see what's good for you. And if, if you're in the middle of building a funnel uh, and you need people to help you do that, then go to funneltalent.com and, uh, and we can kind of match you up with whoever you need.
0: There it is, everybody. That is a direct line to Jeremy Reeves. Thank you so much for spending some time with us on Bidzy Small Business Society. Sure, I appreciate it. It was fun. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thanks for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how you can grow your small business. Support Bizzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bizzy Small Business Society today.